So Rich, earlier today I was in Golden over at John's house. He and I did a whole bunch of interviews that um, likely will be airing later this year. And it, it was just, it was beautiful to kind of get out from the computer where we have done both of our eternal leadership right, interviews, yeah. never anything in person. We've met in person a bunch of times, a whole bunch of times, you and I, and then I think you and John have also met in person. I haven't met John in person. You haven't? Okay. No. All right. We'll, 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 we'll have, we'll, we'll have yeah. to, what I'll have to do is I'll have to have him come and we'll sit out here on the back porch. Yeah. Your house is pretty much the halfway distant halfway point between my house and his house. We call it your office away from home. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it was great to just get out from a computer and do an in-person interview and really just connect and just talk and get some sunshine and hear the birds in the, in the trees. And it, it it, it was fun. And John just texted me saying, wow, that was so incredible. And so he wasn't able to make it down here for this one. But I wanted to get this in the podcast feed quickly because you have a brand new book that just came out. You've written God at Work, Volume 1, which has impacted a number of people. In fact, I've connected with two people that that, that changed their paradigm almost 20 years ago when it came out. It came out in 2000, and it's, and it's still changing people's paradigm because even though it's, to me, a 20-year-old message, it's new. Yeah, because it's so different from what the Christian world, especially the church world, has presented to, to business people. So the message of God at work was simply: when you go to work, it's ministry. Yeah, see it as ministry. Change your paradigm. Don't go there just as the drudgery of work. Go there as the ambassador of God. So, so I wrote God at work one, God at work two. Then the follow-up book actually came through a prophetic word. Jim Gall was sitting by me at a. Uh, at a conference he and I were both speaking at, he nudged me, just kind of elbowed me and said, hey, Rich. I said, yeah. He says, your next book will be titled God at Rest. I said, really? God at work, God at work too, God at rest. And, okay, you know, the prophet speaks, you want to at least consider it. And I began to realize that what's happened is, even though people have got the idea now, I'm working for God. Oftentimes they get this, I'm working for God, then right back to the flesh. Yeah. And so the God at rest message is not take a vacation. It's not uh, work less hours and it's not get more sleep. The God at rest message is this, how to find God in the middle of the struggle, in the middle of the battle, how to get his infusion of strength in your life when you're struggling with stress or fear or worry or or any of a number of things. And, and I think... You know, I started writing this book 10 years ago, mm -hmm. and I just, I would write a bit, and then I'd hit a wall. I'd write a bit and hit a wall, and and I, I believe now that I've finished the book, and finished the book is a statement where you finally quit and publish, <laughs> but... Every author who's listening know, but, know, knows that to yeah, be true. Yeah, because next month you'll want to add or change, but... Uh, but now that it's at that point where I can publish it, yeah. I realized the slowdown was I needed to learn this for myself, and that that I wasn't I wasn't practicing fully what I was going to preach, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. and you know so 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 what what was the paradigm shifting moment for you then that I don't know that there was a moment. Uh, my wife may know; <laughs> she could probably tell you, but but she's she's the one that said you had to learn this. Because she could see me uh, starting in the spirit and ending in the flesh. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. And, 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 so, your, and your wife, Wilma, she is a gem. I well, love 
her. Yeah, she is a gem. There's no doubt. She's uh, she's she's God's gift to me, and uh, and occasionally she's God's gift to the world. <laughs> but but for sure to me. But so it wasn't it wasn't uh, recognizable in my life, and that's why I think it's important that others read it with the mindset I need this mm-hmm. because uh, it's it's just the ability to find strength when you're when you're worn out and i pastored for years and there were things that energized me and things that didn't uh and so you tended to to not want to do those things but what what god at rest is all about is is just getting in the yoke with jesus and letting him carry the load so now you get to you still get to do everything you want to do but the heavy load is on him and you're not having to carry it all Mm -hmm. and so I, i think it's important and I think the timing is good, Steve, because I don't know, everybody read this just this week in a lot of the Christian news outlets about a successful young pastor who committed suicide, mm-hmm. left his wife, left his three kids. Yeah. You read it. Uh, yeah. I read it. And you look and say, what happened? Somehow or another, and I, I don't know the young man. I don't know what was going on. I'm not, not presuming to judge or or anything except to say this there are pressures in ministry and pressures in business that only jesus can help you with mm-hmm. and if you don't have him there to help you it, it's you're going to hit a wall somewhere and it'll it'll either hit you with depression or with stress or or lack of sleep and and or which lack of sleep only amplifies the depression the anxiety the stress everything absolutely and and the lack of sleep doesn't come because i was working so long it's that i get in bed and i'm still my my mind is still working these things or i wake up at two o'clock instead of saying oh thank you lord and go back to sleep my mind starts working on these things that are stressing me so now my sleep isn't even good so that's so i i'm not a sleep expert i'm none of those things I am a Bible teacher, mm-hmm. and so, so I started writing this from the from the uh, the book of Hebrews, uh, enter, entering into God's rest, mm-hmm. and I thought that would be my my passage, and it's it's key to the book. But when I when I got to Matthew eleven, where Jesus twenty eight through thirty, Jesus says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I will give you rest." And and then in that passage, he says, "I'll give you rest for your soul." And that's the one that clicked for me because I know we're body, soul, and spirit, and I know that my body is pretty simple. What I do, it's my, it's my, my, uh, my abilities, my skill set, yeah. my spirit, where I connect with God. My soul is my mind, and so when He says, "I'll give rest for your soul," that's what just clicked with me. I said, "Ah, that's what Jesus wants to do. He wants to say to your mind, slow down, mm-hmm. stop." running away let me take care of that for you yeah and so so i built the whole book on on the seven steps of matthew uh, 11 28 through 30 come to me lay down your weariness and your burdens uh and receive my gift because rest is a gift he said i'll give you rest it's it you don't earn it <laughs> you don't study for it mm-hmm. you just say oh jesus i need rest and he gives it to you, and he says, "Get in the yoke with me," which means he's going to carry the heavy part. You won't, you won't have to do that. And, and then uh, he says, "For I'm meek and lowly." So we got to learn some humility along the way with this thing, and saying, 
and it's not I can do this. I'm I'm the man. I'm the woman. God has called me now. No, it's he's he's the one, mm-hmm. and if he, the creator of the universe, can be humble. <laughs> I think maybe we can muster up a little humility out of, out of our own view of ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, so that I just walk the people through that, and uh, it's it's Bible teaching, and it's uh, and then then we make it practical. Let's deal with fear. Let's deal with debt. Let's deal with stress. Let's mm. let, let's. Uh, I, one of the chapters is on worry, because I think I think we tend to worry about so many things. And the first time I ever heard the word worry, I think I was maybe five or six years old, we sang a little chorus in our Sunday school. Why worry when you can pray? Trust Jesus, he'll be your stay. Did you ever hear this song? No. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Rest fully in his promise. Why worry, 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 worry when you can pray? And so I just yeah. I hit that song, Why Worry When You Can Pray? Well, that was written by John Peterson. John W. Peterson, songwriter, who's who's gone now. Uh, so I wrote to their company because my editor says, "Hey, you can't put that in there without permission." And so, I, and he says, "And getting permission for a song is hard. They'll put you off for weeks and months, and they'll make you pay whatever." So I sent a letter off to them, and they said, "Hey, Rich, permission granted. Glad to know you're using the song." It was just like, just like that. Just, I thought, see, that's that's the way it ought to be. When you get into God's rest, He takes care of so many things, and life becomes easy for you. Uh, and you don't have to you don't have to worry about it. I, th- I think it was at the Heaven in Business conference, one of the Heaven in Business conferences that I went to in Reading. Andy Mason, a good friend who right. has been on the broadcast a number of times, you met Andy at a mm-hmm. Heaven in Business Denver event, and um, I, th- I think it was Andy who who tuned me on to the idea that. God is often working for us while we're asleep. That God's day, the Hebrew day, actually starts with sundown, mm. and 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 that's when God started to work was at sundown. And yeah. so and so I started to make it a, a, a priority for me and Elizabeth to would when we would pray before we would go to sleep, we'd be laying there in bed, yeah. we'd pray something before we go to sleep, and I'd say, "Hey God, my business is yours. Yeah, go ahead and just do start working on my behalf, and let me know what I need to do in the morning." It's, it's, there's a scripture on that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm going to pull it up here on my phone because uh, uh, so, somebody quoted this. Somebody used the scripture in my presence and said, uh, God says uh, he'll provide money while you sleep. I said, well, I like that thought. So I started studying the scripture and I could not find it. I looked for years, yeah. literally. Yeah. I mean, not every day, but. Yeah. Where's that scripture? Where's yeah. that scripture? Where's that scripture? About two or three months ago, I get a phone call from uh, Ed Rush, who's now your friend and mine. Yes. Uh, Ed called me one morning. He says, hey, Rich, I was just praying for you, and God gave me a scripture for you. I said, oh, really? What is it? He said, it's, uh, it's Psalms 127, verse uh, 1 and 2. I think it's verse 1 and 2. I'm going to pull it up here. And uh, I said, okay, I'm, let me have it. And he says, you got to read it from the complete Jewish Bible. Okay. Uh, instead of your normal New King James, which I read from. Yeah. So I said, uh, I said, okay. And it was that verse I was looking for, Steve. Ooh. I've been looking for that verse for literally for years. So here's what yeah. it says in the complete Jewish Bible. 
uh, Psalm 127, verse 2. In vain do you get up early and put off going to bed, working hard to earn a living, for he provides for his beloved even when they sleep. Ooh. And when I saw, I said, oh, Ed, did God tell you that was for me? He said, yeah. I said, that's because he knew I've been looking for it. Because in the, so that's a complete Jewish Bible. But if you read it in the uh, the New King James Version, for instance, it's vain do you rise up early to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows, for he gives his beloved sleep. For so he gives his beloved sleep. There's but, a big difference between those two translations. A huge difference. Huge difference. And I, I'm uh, neither a Hebrew nor a Greek expert. Yeah. But I, I, I do know that somehow or another in this text, the, I like the complete Jewish Bible better than this, <laughs> uh, just because of the way that says it. So, so let me read it again. Somebody might need this. In vain do you get up early and put off going to bed, working hard to earn a living, for he provides for his beloved even when they sleep. So when you and Elizabeth pray before you go to bed at night, God says, hey, I'm on, I'm on your team, man. While you're sleeping, I'm working on your behalf. And and so I, I believe that much of what we can get comes when we just rest in God. So uh, so God at Rest, the book that I that I'm putting out right now, it's on Kindle, it'll soon be in paperback. Uh, it has that concept behind it. In fact, I didn't get this verse in the book because it came after I'd finished the whole Ooh. thing. I may have to add that. I've I, uh, yeah. Phew. That's what I mean. You never quite finish your book. <laughs> it's a whole other chapter here. but Or maybe another book someday. But but the point is, when you go to work, God sent you there. So see it as ministry. That was the point of God at work. That's a ministry for you. And now I'm saying to those same people, don't do it in your own strength. Mm-hmm. Enter into the rest of God. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of books on on the, the rest of God to talk about the Sabbath rest, which which he designed us to take that day off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not trying to deal with that one. I'm not arguing with it. I believe it's there. I believe, uh, you know, I, I think many people work too many hours. Mm-hmm. It's talking to David Green, owner of Hobby Lobby stores. Yeah. One of the richest men in America. He said, Rich, I've never worked more than 40 hours a week in my life. I said, man, to myself, how did you get where you are? Well, he didn't do it through hours. He got through letting God work through him. And uh, so when you go to work, just let God begin to do it. It's going to become easier for you. So God at rest doesn't mean God needs a rest. And it doesn't mean you need a, a vacation. It means he's going to give you rest in the middle of the task. A very early episode that John and I recorded was with Dr. Ken Eldred. Ken owned a built. I know Ken Eldred. Oh, he's yeah. a special dude. So, so the software company that or, or the uh, hardware, so mail order computer parts. Right. The company that he built and sold. Mm-hmm. He did. He went through this spreadsheet where he said, "Okay, I need this many hours for sleep, and I, you know, let's allocate mm-hmm. this time for me and God, and let's allocate this time for my family." And eating, showering, all that stuff, and what he had left over. And this is a Stanford MBA grad. Oh, yeah. Fresh out of school. Brilliant. Got and yeah. and uh, he, he, the time he had left for work, which was the last thing on there, was 40 hours. Mm. And he said, okay, I'm not going to work more than 40 hours, and my employees are not going to work more than 40 hours. And if yeah. they need to work more than 40 hours, okay, apparently God needs another position. So we're, uh, this company else. needs another position. So. Yeah. 
we're going to have to grow and expand. And he was very, very, very faithful to that right. to the point where he is a very wealthy man today. Yeah, he did well. When yeah, he, he did. And the kingdom does well because of it. Oh, Ken, Ken is an amazing dude. He was on the board at Family Talk when I was there, and I got to know him there. And he yeah. is just, he, he is a wealth of information. Have and you read his book? Yes. His, yeah. Mine is called God at Work. His is called God is at Work. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and uh, we, we kind of talked about it. We both lived in the in the same area and attended the same church for a while in San Jose. Okay. That's where I met Ken at Jubilee Christian Center. Yeah. So uh, he, he's now moved. He's living down in Texas now. Yep. So uh, and part time and part time in uh, the Durango area, southwestern yeah, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. he's, he's yeah. a special dude. But yeah, very good. So practically rich. Right now, there's somebody listening where they can't, for the life of them, see. They, they've got way too much on their plate. They feel like they have. They can't. They can't drop any saucers. They've got. They've got all these spinning plates yeah. on on these on these poles, and right. and they got to tend to them all. So how practically do they start to enter that rest? I would say uh, uh, stop what you're doing. And uh, you might want to just uh, praise the Lord for a few minutes here. Uh, and by that I mean uh, pray, sing, do whatever, do whatever you do. Uh, get up and walk around. Uh, get up from your desk. Just walk around. Uh, taking a brief time right now to just get into God's presence. So G- Jesus said, Matthew... 11. I, I talked about this a few minutes mm-hmm. ago. So I'm going to read it to you now in the uh, New King James. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. I'm gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So uh, for me, I have this seven-step process. And it's simple. If you memorize this scripture... It, it'll be easy. Yeah. A lot of people say, I can't memorize it. Yes, you can. You memorize things all the time. Uh, you, you can do this one. So the seven steps come to me. Let go of your weariness. So just say, okay, man, I got some, Okay, let go. Number three. And, and receive the gift. Okay. It's, it's a gift. Rest is a gift. So come to me, let go, and receive the gift. Then let Jesus be your partner. You get in the yoke with him. So recognize he's your partner. You're walking with him. And then learn from the master. You got to learn from the one who's your partner. Practice real humility. In other words, hey, whatever happens isn't because you're so great; it's mm-hmm. because he is. Mm-hmm. So practice real humility, and then seven, receive real peace of mind. He said it's easy and light. Just just receive it. So, and if you don't remember those seven steps, just read the scripture, man. Just just get in there. Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty. There's a context to the scripture and all of that, and you can study it all, but stick in that those three verses. Just spend some time there because it's all in the presence of Jesus. That's where it is, the answer. So one of those friends that I mentioned at the beginning that I introduced you to who read your book, Got at Work, and it changed his paradigm. His name is Melvin Pillay. He's been on your show twice now, right? Mm-hmm. You have a TV show on God TV. Right. You're on the board for God TV, but you have a TV show on God TV called God at Work. Correct. You bring on, and Melvin's been on twice. Um, to, uh, to, to set this up, you were ministering in New Zealand, which is where Melvin was currently working. He grew he was, up in South Africa. He was he's going to college there. He's he's going to college to be, get, be an evangelist. He's going to Bible college. Yeah. But he didn't fit. <laughs> Because he is an evangelist, but he didn't fit the mold. Yeah. He didn't fit the Bible college mold that they had him in. 
So I, I got to town. I didn't meet him then. Uh, he remembers me. My wife remembers him. <laughs> but uh, he was there. He said, ah, that guy understands me. Yep. Because I am an evangelist, but not a church evangelist, not a crusade evangelist. I'm a business evangelist. I'm an evangelist through business. And that's why he's built his, he built his whole ministry on that now. Yeah. Mel- Melvin's a very, very special friend. And uh, so years later, he, he we, we went out for coffee here in Castle Rock, and he told you the kind of impact. Yep. And Wilma had tears running down her face. And you did, too, because oh, yeah. be, here, here's someone that you ministered to just 60 seconds, two minutes probably. And, and then, he said and then, I had a, a one-sentence prophecy for him. Rich, you remember what you said to me? I said, I have no idea. He said, here's what you said. You know you're anointing. Now go do it. <laughs> and he said, I said, you're right. I do know my anointing. I'll go do it. He said, it changed his paradigm. Yeah. Uh, just, and, and I suppose we could say the same thing to the folks now who are in stress and worry. Hey, you know what it's, you know the answer is Jesus. Just go do it. Just yeah. come to me, he says. So my, my point in bringing Melvin is, is Melvin does these whiteboard sessions where he kind of helps bridge the gap between right. the idea and the execution of it. And he talks about various things that can hold you back and things that can be stumbling blocks and, and really yeah. issues that, that you need to be aware of that, that are going to keep you from fulfilling that idea. Right. Well, in, in the course of that whiteboard session, he gives you a few things that, that you need to be sure you're doing. And one of the things for me was once a week, one of those five days a week, I'm out of the office and I am doing something where I am just listening, whether it be hiking a mountain, which I've done a few of them this summer. I've right. done a few 14ers or it's out for just a hike around town yeah. or it's spending an afternoon at every home for Christ, which has these little prayer grottos. And I'll just kind of get in there and I'll just be quiet and I'll just read some scripture and I'll worship right. and I'll meditate and just, just that way I'm, I'm starting to just let the ideas come in. And mm. since I've started to do that, Rich, I started to do that. So I met with Melvin probably in June of last year. And then I really started to implement it in December. And since then in December, my clients have more than quadrupled. And I just got a client that tripled that income. <laughs> and and it's 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 all, all audio production that the, the mm-hmm. client had that it's that's, right in that's, your gift mix yeah it, it it's the client that just came on board the triple my income they have uh, two daily short features that are featured on national radio syndicated all around the world and then two weekly long forms so two so mm-hmm. so it's 12 products a week and that tripled my income and I believe that it came out of honoring what Melvin had pointed me towards, which was... Don't work harder. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Think on the business. Listen yeah. to God. Let him give me some ideas. Yeah. And some of those ideas from that quiet time mm-hmm. have led to that fruit. Yeah. And, and in fact, in fact, so December is when I started. January was when I got that first text. Yeah. So it was Ryan Dobson, who's one of my clients, Dr. Dobson's son, and he had this client's phone. He was at an event where both of their kids go to school together. And he said, hey, it's Ryan Dobson. I'm talking on this person's phone. They need to talk to you. They're having problems with who's currently working on their show. All right. And over the course of the next six, seven months, we're we're just kind of just talking, various Mm -hmm. ideas, sharing strategies, and... I was faithful yeah. with, with taking that one day. And it's been hard sometimes. 
Of course, because you want it to happen in your time. But the way it's happening for you... Or there's just so much work on my plate that I... Uh, I can't take a day off today. I, yeah. uh-huh. And if you don't... <laughs> you know, I, I've done... In, in my years of pastoring, I did a lot of work under pressure. Because yeah. it's time to preach and you got to have work. I mean, yeah. But I found that when I... Even under pressure, when I relax and stop and let God do it, it's so much better than when I do it. Okay, man, I, I don't have time to pray right now. I remember a guy said, I don't have time not to pray. Uh, and, and folks who, who are listening to this, you hear Steve often. This guy's got life in him today. New, beautiful, God-given, Holy Spirit-empowered life that's, the, the load has been lifted off of your shoulders. Uh, by just following that instruction, simple. Well, the Bible says it's easy and light. Yeah. Jesus says my burden is easy and light. So uh, mine is oftentimes hard and heavy. <laughs> His is easy and light. So I, that's why it's a matter of letting go and stepping into His way. And uh, so I, I'm going to say thank you to you personally right now in a public forum uh, because Melvin and I had met in New Zealand years ago but hadn't met since then and you're the one that reintroduced us and now Melvin and I and our other friend Ed Rush three of us think you know the picture of Jesus is prophet, priest and king Mm -hmm. so we have formed a group we have a name for it and a business forming out of it with the prophet Melvin and the king Ed Ed. and the priest me uh as a as a as a group, the three of us to do business consulting at a at a level that's now Ed Rush already is a is a sought after business coach, yep. and Melvin is a sought after uh, prophetic voice to business, and and as you mentioned, a different kind of prophetic voice. He doesn't just prophesy. Sometimes he doesn't prophesy. He listens to your prophetic words and shows you how to put it into practice. So he's a prophetic implementer. And so those two, along with me, are are. We're trying to figure out how we're going to work together because we believe that the the full picture of prophet, priest, and king together gives the gives the more complete picture. And both of those guys, I mean, they don't need me, uh, and nor do I need them. It's a matter that we believe the three of us are stronger. Shouldn't say I don't need them. I do. I need them far more than they need me. But if they hear me say that in public, then. They'll be upset with me. <laughs> Just because of the honor that we have for one another. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, thanks for bringing Melvin up. It's it's going to be some fun stuff that, that he and I and Ed do together down the road also. Well, the book is God at Rest. God at Rest, Keys to Finding Peace of Mind. And it's available on Kindle right now when this airs. And shortly after this airs, it should be available via paperback. Yeah, I've got the proof copy in my hands. And sure enough, there's a couple of things that uh, that need to be corrected. Uh, my, my, my proofreaders didn't miss it. Just I added a couple of things after they gave it back to me. And they need correcting. So uh, I'll get that done. And uh, should be out. Uh, uh, we're in... Uh, we're in the close of summer months here. It'll, it'll be out before the fall of, of 18 for sure. So 
I don't know when you're going to air this program, but you'll be able to find it on, on, on Amazon. God at rest. Or just Rich Marshall will get you to my books quicker than the titles of the book. <laughs>